Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for May 15th is 2 Samuel chapters 13 through 15. It's a continuation of the fallout in David's home, his palace, his kingdom, his family, as a result of his sin with Bathsheba. Some scholars believe that David violated Bathsheba against her will, that he raped her. We don't know if that's true or if that's really what happened, but what we do know is he definitely sinned. He definitely committed adultery. He definitely murdered her husband to cover up his sin or when he couldn't cover up his sin. And he's told that because of his sin, because of the consequences, the chain of events that he set into motion by making a willful decision to do some terrible, terrible things, his entire family is being affected. We now read the story of Amnon, who is in love, quote-unquote, with his half-sister, Tamar. Love does not take for its own gain. If you love someone, you don't want them against their will. You want what's best for them. And so even though Amnon believed that he loved Tamar, he actually loved himself and he lusted after her. And then he took her against her will. And after he had used her, he then hated her. So sad. So sad what happened to her. So sad that David, maybe because he had a guilty conscience, I believe, human nature. I mean, how can I correct my son for acting the same way I acted just a few years before? So David did nothing. Tamar's full brother, Absalom, was upset. And so he killed Amnon. David, again, did nothing. How can I judge my son? How could I intervene when I also am guilty of murder? Of course, in my opinion, it wasn't murder for Amnon to die. I think he deserved to die for raping Tamar. David just doesn't know what to do with Absalom. So he exiles him. He won't deal with the he won't deal with the breakdown. And I just, I think there was a void. There was a lack of leadership. David led so well in so many different ways. And here he just, maybe out of fear, probably out of fear, just couldn't confront the sin in his, in his own children. Can you relate to that? Is fear holding you back? I know it holds me back sometimes. 
And it's an area that I need to grow in. We need to confront our fears. We're all afraid of changing. We're all afraid of different things. Fear does not come from God at all. The enemy, the devil, is a liar. He instills fear, fear of failure, fear of rejection. Because of a guilty conscience, because of our own sin. So David doesn't deal with it. Absalom gets frustrated. I'm so frustrated that his dad won't deal with it. And instead of do, dealing with it in the right way, of appealing to his father, he tries to steal the kingdom. And he creates this multi-year plot to turn the hearts of the people away from David. And he's nearly successful. And even as David is fleeing Jerusalem, running for his life, he's resigned. He's resigned to the fact that he might not ever come back. When he was leaving Jerusalem that day, He knew and he said there's a very real possibility that he would never be going back, that he might die at the hand of his enemy who was his son, Absalom. How deceitful is our enemy, Satan, as he tempts us, as he tries to draw us into sin, I'm sure he whispered that night in David's ear about Bathsheba. Take her. She's yours. You're the king after all. No one can refuse what you want. You're the king. You can have, you deserve whatever you want, King David. And in that instant, David fell. He believed the lie. And as soon as he did... And the enemy turns. Look what you did. That was so wrong. You're a despicable person. You stole an innocent man's wife. You committed adultery. You're guilty. Now you better cover it up before anybody finds out. You better cover up your sin. You better tell another lie to cover up the last one so you don't get found out. Everything's at risk now. God's going to judge you now. And so one sin leads to another and to another and to another. And as soon as David turns from his sin and repents, he's reconciled to God. But all of the sin he committed has set into motion a series of, of events that are hurting more and more and more people and by extension, hurting David. We have to break the sin cycle in our own lives. That's the lesson that I take from this anyway. May I no longer pass on to my children my sins. They deserve so much better. 
God bless you, my friends. May you have the faith and the courage to break the cycle, any negative cycle, in your own life by God's grace. See you tomorrow.